재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Hooray for Mondays! We're here to get you back on track with some interesting English expressions and their origin today on Pardon My English. It's all about the music. And, uh, well, we'll start off with one we just mentioned, uh, having to face the music. That's right. To accept criticism or punishment for something you have done wrong. So, for example, we can say, Oh, I can't believe you broke your favorite dish on purpose. There's no point running away now. You better wait until mom gets home and face the music. It sounds like you've heard this before i've never broken a dish on purpose have you not i have not well, good for you thanks good for you mm. or sarah come out and face the music your dad knows you failed the exam and he wants to talk to you <gasps> it's the worst feeling ever right oh so, so you face, you've done this one <laughs> right before you face the music yeah especially if you got a, a, wrong, a bad grade or, or you gotten a note home a slip home that you're oh gonna goodness. get a sign from your par- parental guardian or whichever uh, yes but the question is going to be where does it come from mm-hmm. well we don't we don't actually know exactly however it is thought that it originated in the united states somewhere around the mid 1800s uh, because at that time if you were in the army and you did something wrong and had to be dismissed then there was a ceremony uh, where you had to uh, march past your fellow soldiers being the disgraced soldier and you were drummed out so literally drummed, drummed out. out. You they phased would, out. Well, they would play the drums. With the drums. Uh, yeah, as you, as you marched out of camp. So the sound of the drums, this uh, music, is linked to the soldier accepting his punishment for what he had done wrong. So now we use it for, uh, you know, anyone who has to accept the punishment for anything bad they've done. Interesting. Well, all right. But maybe if you, if you drum, drum out some music, you could play it by ear, huh? Okay. No? No? What does, what does this mean then? Well, to decide uh, what to do in a situation as it develops instead of planning ahead or keeping to previously arranged plans, you just kind of wing it. You know what I mean? Improvise. Exactly. So, for example, we can say, my brother is coming to visit this weekend, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to meet you on Saturday, but perhaps we can play by ear. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, if you if you tell me that the birthday party's boring and you ask me when we can leave, I'll say, let's play it by ear. I think they're going to do the birthday cake soon, so the party might get better. Or you just want to eat the cake. Well, I always want to eat the cake. We will all eat cake. <laughs> so where does it come from, play it by ear? Well, when musicians uh, try to play a song from memory or try to reproduce something they've heard without uh, using the music sheets, they need to use their ears to check if what they're playing is correct. In uh, other words... Play it by ear. Some okay. people call it play it by year. Because sometimes I thought it was play it by year. Like as the year goes by, perhaps. Oh, I see. But, but no, now, it's all about the ears. Absolutely. So nowadays the phrase is also used figuratively, figuratively when people handle situation in an impromptu manner. Spontaneous decision, you know, where they have to improvise without uh, reference to predetermined rules or guidelines or whichever. You get a new board game. You don't want to follow the direction. don't even want to read the direction. Ah, play it by ear. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how wise that would be. Sometimes play, playing it by ear can get you in trouble because you don't want to end up well fiddling while rome burns who wants to fiddle while rome burns well someone actually did hence we have this expression it means to uh, to choose to deal with the inconsequential little details or to do nothing when you should be dealing with what is actually an outright emergency so for example to ignore the eternal threat is to fiddle while rome burns oh, we can't we can't fiddle while rome burns here so so we have to get going come on chop chop hurry up now okay okay i'll tell you where it comes from now this actually does go back to Rome burning, mm-hmm. actually burning. But not modern-day Rome, it's ancient Rome. It was when a fire broke out in Rome under the reign of Emperor 
Nero. And, uh, well, when the fire broke out, uh, we know that uh, instead of taking any action to stop the fire, Nero instead played his lyre, a, which is a musical instrument. He composed a song about the destruction instead of uh, stopping the fire or doing anything at all. So he literally played an instrument, fiddling around with his lyre while Rome literally burned. Yes, some people say it's a myth. I choose to believe it as true. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we all blame Nero for the burning of Rome. And uh, we have this expression to fiddle while Rome burns to remind us that uh, he was not a very good emperor. Uh, I guess not. But once he's left his palace, can we say that Elvis has left the building? I don't know. Elvis left the building back in the 70s, I'm sorry to say. He's That's no longer true. with us. The show is over. That's basically what it means nowadays. Uh, for example, we can say uh, we kept waiting for the band to come back on stage to perform some of the fans' favorite songs for an encore. Come on! But it looked like Elvis had left the building. Yeah, and I guess we, we have to go back to, well, the 60s and the 70s, back in Elvis's hey- heyday to understand why we say this. Right, so Elvis has left the building was used to be announced at the end of Elvis's concerts to encourage fans to accept the fact that he is no longer going to come back onto stage and to go home. Now, it's used more widely to indicate that somebody has made an exit or something is complete. It's done. Finn, you know? But interestingly enough, it was originally used to encourage Elvis fans to stay in their seats. On the day when this phrase was first used, Elvis had a concert and was leaving the concert hall after finishing his performance. People started to get out of their seats to watch him leave. Obviously, you want to see the man himself, even though there were still performances to be shown. Logan, who was the announcer of of Hayride and first user of this phrase, says, Please, young people, Elvis has left the building. He has gone in his car and driven away. Please take your seats, people. He has left the building. Yeah, because you want to be respectful to the other artists. No, when it's Elvis. I mean, come on now. Oh, those young kids who will now be in their, what, their 60s and 70s yeah, now. Not kids anymore. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So these are our musical expressions. You have to learn how to face the music even when you've played it by ear because you've been fiddling while Rome burnt and then realised that Elvis has left the building. Mm. It's a, it's a curious a curious and confusing collection of idioms that we always present on a Monday. Sure, but it's always nice to hear them and uh, realize where they come from. Absolutely, but you know what we should be saying, really? Thank you for the music. It's the end of part three. Here's ABBA.